Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. I've said this a million times. Corinne We're keeping this. Not, she's like having a giggle attack. You know? Understandable. Like, what I like, I literally can't even look at Natalie right now. Oh <laughs> she my just God. keeps laughing. And it's really like... I'm not laughing at you. No, I know. It's one of those, you know, when you just get so tired that you just start laughing at fucking anything. <laughs> like even just like seeing Moss in my periphery is <laughs> like too much. <laughs> For what? I don't know. <laughs> just like that other people are here. I don't know. I get um, it. I get it. Well, I've been there. Anyways, this week we are shooting the shit. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. Doesn't We're really just matter. catching up. We're just saying hello. Oh, yes. I just lost an eyelash. And hopefully I have lots more things to laugh about. Yes. And we have some, we've got a couple uh, advice questions to answer at the Oh, we end. do. Okay. Yes. How fun. I love that. Nat, what are we drinking? We are drinking. Ooh, and her handy dandy Gelson's bag. Giant Gelson's bag. Okay. Oh, does this need explanation? This is a Machu Picchu Zero Sugars Yerba Mate Alpine Mint. Whoa, all those words are... That's a lot of words. It says, feel good, do good. I know that you don't like artificial sugar, so I tried to find something else and they didn't have it. I think this brand might only be Zero Sugar. Oh my God, no, it's fine. I should really get used to that flavor because it's... Well, is it in everything? Thing? Probably not. Everything eventually. Everything will you kill come. you at some point. Exactly. That's my motto. Oh I'm my gosh! Listening. Yesterday, <laughs> Natalie and I were at the movies. <laughs> and we're waiting in line to get like concessions, like little things, and I point at Skittles, <laughs> these Skittles, and I go, oh, yeah. <laughs> "Did you know that Skittles are like one of the worst things you can eat in the world?" <laughs> Natalie turns <laughs> the package over in her hand, and she had. Grabbed a pack of Skittles. Well, I had also said like three times, I was like, hmm, Skittles or Sour Patch Kids, Skittles or, and I was like, I'm going Skittles. And then, like, right after that, you were like, did you know that Skittles are like the worst things that you could possibly eat in the entire world? <laughs> and then I just like, I like showed her the bag. She's like, oh, I mean, it's probably not that bad. Like, uh, I'm like, it probably is that bad, is the thing. But you know what? I didn't see you grab no. them. Um, but, and you were looking out regardless. <laughs> I just saw some TikTok and it was like, there was, I guess, like the U.S. or someone was petitioning the FDA that Skittles were like unfit for human consumption. Oh, I'm sure everything that we eat in America is unfit for human consumption. Oh, yeah. I do not like that fake Yeah, it's sugar really taste. strong, too. It's like really strong. What is that taste that like coats, coats your tongue in... Like this a one's film. particularly, it's that erythritol stuff that it kind of tastes cold. Yeah, like a win, like a like a winter green. It's like well, this is alpine mint. This is definitely but even without alpine mint. Even without a mint, it has like a cold taste. Yeah, I've had like cookies and stuff that have it in it, and I'm like, it tastes cold. Yeah, it's like I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, you know my description is. Is it has that you just want to kind yeah. of get it off your tongue kind of taste? I totally get it. Yeah, not my favorite personally. <sighs> now, what foods have you been hyperfixating on recently? Let's see, persimmons. 
Oh, it's that time of year, Persimmon right? Persimmon season. What? It's an favorite. apple. What? <laughs> an apple? It's like an apple and a plum put together, right? A persimmon? Or like an no. apple and an orange had a baby? No. Oh. It's a persimmon. I know, but like... The flavor no. is a persimmon. Looking at it. Oh, looking at it, it looks sort of like an orange tomato apple thing, there I guess. There we go. I guess maybe. Yeah. But no, the flavor, and there's two different types of persimmons. Okay. There's the fuyu persimmons, and then there's the, what are the other ones? Hy- hyacinth or something? And one of them, you cannot eat it unless it's like smushy. Okay. Otherwise, it will make your tongue dry up. What? It's very, <laughs> it's an odd sensation. Did you ever do those? The cinnamon challenge? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> that. But this would maybe be, I don't know, maybe this is only a Bay Area thing. But we would do like marine field trips. And there's this plant by the beach that if you stick it on your tongue, your tongue dries up. No. That's probably very exclusive to the <laughs> Bay Area. But it's a similar feeling. There's like some sort of property in that plant and then also in is it the safe? Like if you Yes. Oh, okay. It's just like I don't know what it does. Somebody that's listening to this right now that has had that happen to them with a persimmon knows exactly. It's like it takes all of the moisture out of your mouth. It's so bizarre. Yeah, it's so weird. I almost want to experience you it. You should. You <laughs> should. But if they're if they're super, super smushy and ripe, it's like the most delicious thing you can have in the entire universe. It's so fucking good. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely on a persimmon kick. I'm on a chewy bar kick, which I think I've mentioned several times. And you're talking like name brand chewy? No. Trader Joe's chewy bars. I think I have one. Yeah, they're just these little organic chocolate chip granola bar. Yeah, yeah. The Trader Joe's chewy, chewy bar. bar. And are they good? No, they're actually not. They're always stale and the chocolate <laughs> chips are gray. But... I can't stop eating it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just a good little snack. Um, Brazil nuts. I'm on a Brazil nut thing. Can't you only have one a day, though? Two a day. Okay. So I have two a day. Okay. For my thyroid health. And how do you consume it? I just eat them. Okay. Just eat two of them straight out of the bag. Keep them in my refrigerator. Okay. I'm on a vegetable kick again for dinner. Really like my vegetables. And should we do a bedtime track? Oh. Mm. What was it last night? One <laughs> thirty. <laughs> okay. I was gonna I was worried it was in the twos. We're not in the twos. No, it was one thirty. Okay. Maybe even one fifteen. Okay. Uh-huh. I would love to see you going to bed the same day the day starts. So same day bef- the day starts? The same day, like before midnight. Oh, I see. I see. Well, so the angel of my life, Dr. Linda, who we have also <laughs> mentioned, the acupuncturist, she got mad at me because she was like, how are you sleeping? And I said, well, I'm actually sleeping like pretty good, but I don't feel rested. And the past like couple nights besides last night, I was getting like seven hours because I was going to bed at midnight, waking up at seven. And I thought, I'm getting seven hours. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. And she said, no. She said, it has to be before 11 or it doesn't count. As sleeping at all? As basically. (laughs) Basically. She was like, if you go to bed past 11, like, you basically fucked yourself. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Well, but I got seven hours and she's like, doesn't matter. (laughs) 
So she really wants me in bed by 9 or 10. Yeah. Which I know is what everybody wants and should be doing. And yet I somehow just can't fucking do it. I used to be like that. When I was like living in, when I was young, like young and like living in New York and all that stuff, I would go to bed at like 12, 31. Like that was my normal. But since crossing that 28 bear, like, yes. you know, that changed things for me. Yeah. It's interesting. And now I'm a strict 9.30. I know. And I'm jealous of it. I'm jealous. My friend Desi texted me the other day and I couldn't text her back till like 9.30. And I was like, she's definitely asleep already. And then the next morning she texted me at like 6.30 and she's like, hey, I was already asleep. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I want to be that. I know. But I'm also, I've been reflecting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, maybe I should just stop fighting it. Because if you've been a long-time listener, you know that I've been doing this for three, three and a half fucking years. Yeah. You're you're feeling my frustration. Yes. Natalie. <laughs> that I, sometimes I'll get on a kick where Some I can. people are just night owls. I just, but I love getting up early. Love it. Stuff. Mm. So you choose one. Pick your poison. And I, But you know what? I always have a better day. I always feel more productive. I always prefer my day when I wake up very, very early. You used to get up so early. I used to get up so fucking early and I loved it. Yeah. So I need to like somehow force myself back into that. And I just haven't been able to do it. Maybe it's like the chicken or the egg and you just need to get up early and then you'll start getting tired. Yes. And like just go through like misery and pain for a few weeks and then you'll be like calibrated back. Well, here's my other issue is if I want to do anything socially, like Mm -hmm. for example, we went to dinner a couple nights ago. I don't think we got back till 9.30, Mm -hmm. 9.45. And I cannot wind down for like at least two hours. I know. I immediately went to bed. Yeah. So when I got home, like I, and when I got home, I thought, oh fuck, I'm going to be up so late and I'm trying not to do this. So I took a Melitoto the minute I got home and then like started my, like, got in the shower, washed my, like, doing the whole nine. And I think that night I got to bed at, like, 12.30. So still, like, three hours. Yeah. So if I want to have a social life at all, I almost have to just be <sighs> like, I'm a, I am have to go to bed at 12.30. Yeah. So it's tough. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe I'll figure it out one day. I And you know, that's all I wish for you. I know. It's Sleep peace. is so important. And I just want good sleep hygiene. Whenever I go back to my dad's house, I can sleep for like 12 solid hours there. Really? Why? Is it really dark, it's really cold? so cold. It's so dark and it's so fucking quiet. Yeah. Do you like the sound machine? I, well, usually I sleep with like yeah. a white noise. But the whole summer and even now, I mean, it's still hot now, like into winter. I've had my fan on. Yeah. And so I like I have to have some sort of Oh, like, I need I need an ambient sh- sound. Yeah. Yeah. Because also if I don't have that, then I can hear I mean my neighborhood barking, crying, screaming, helicopters, police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what isn't there? You know, at my dad's a war house. Zone. <laughs> nothing. A cricket, maybe. Though that does drive me nuts. Complete silence. And yeah. then a cricket. Oh God. It's like yes. actually I'd rather there be nothing. A helicopter. Yeah. Well, you can have a sleepover because they're there every single night. 
Yeah. But hey, what's been um what's been something you've been working on recently? What do you mean? Like, has there been anything that you felt like mm, I could improve in, on this, or oh, I want to change oh, this okay. in my life? Oh, I'm glad or, you clarified. Mm-hmm. That would have been like, oh, a new script idea that I have. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'd love to hear that too. <laughs> but I mean, just like, is there anything that in your like day to day life you have? Who? Let me think that I've been working on. Yeah, you know, I've been trying to detach a little bit from, and this is going to sound really weird. Okay. And I need to find the right way to say this, but I feel like I, being the eldest daughter, there is just this like pressure to really like provide for all the needs of my family. And I love doing that. And I love that role. And I have two sisters and I love being there for them. But I realized like I was taking care of everybody else and not taking care of myself. Yes. And I was like, okay, like I can still hold space for my family, be there and show up. But it's kind of like, I don't want to take my work home with me. Right. You know, and yes. so I'm like, I just want to like, not detach, but like be able to not worry. A firmer boundary, maybe. Well, just like I worry about my family. I worry about my mom. I worry about yeah. my dad. I worry about my sister. I'm like, is everybody okay? Like, doesn't, And I'm like, they're okay. okay. They're fine. They're fine. Yes. And like you can focus on you and still take care of everybody uh-huh. at the same time. Uh-huh. So just finding, yeah, yeah, clear boundaries. And with that. allowing them to take care of themselves. Yeah. Because they're yeah. all adults. Yeah, totally. And everybody's doing I'm not saying that because anyone's not doing it. Everyone's no. doing fine. Right. But it's just teaching myself to like let everybody be fine. Yes. I think you've also had a a year where you have had to take care of everybody. Right. When people weren't fine and now people right. are fine and I'm trying to shift out of that. Right. <laughs> and your brain is probably still like, something's gotta be happening that I need to like take care of. Yeah. You know? And it's like it's actually and it's a very common phenomenon where it's like everything's actually like kind of good and you're like uh-oh. You're like, oh, what should I be anxious about? Yes. Because there's something feels off. No, exactly. And I think now that like the actor strike is done, the writer strike is done. Like, God bless. Also like my work, you know, has, I haven't really been working this year because of all of those things. And yeah. so my family became my job. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh wait, I have a real job. I have a job to go back to. I know, which is so exciting. I'm so excited for the next chapter of entertainment it'll be interesting for sure because i think we're gonna have a big lull for like a good six months of Mm -hmm. just garbage and then it'll be like i think we're gonna get some great scripts and some great stories yes and it'd be a renaissance a renaissance i mean all the writers were sitting around writing away creating really cool concepts so now they can finally yes and be paid yes for their work same with the actors. And same with the actors. Yeah. It was, like, crazy. Like, I didn't really realize how much the strikes were affecting my mental health. And then yeah. it makes sense. It's like, oh, your job was taken away. And it was like, oh, yeah. And indefinitely. Yeah. And, like, we really— It was a long time. How many months was that? Did they well, start in May? Well, it was weird because, like, writers went and then actors were, like, so— It was, like, three weeks later or something. Yeah, actors were on strike for 118 days. And then I think the writers were similar, but they were, like, staggered. Yeah. But it was, like, on top of each other. And if you guys don't know, I'm a writer, an actor, and and I do producing, which we could do some—we did some producing, but you can't do—you can't write new scripts. You can't— Right. There's only so much producing you can do without talent or writers. Or writers. 
Yeah. So nothing was shooting or anything. But at first I was like, oh, this is like a good break. And like, you know, and then I'm like, oh, wait, why is my mental health deteriorating? I was like, oh, because my job's gone. Right. And there's nothing I can do about it. No. It's in the hands of fucking whoever is in charge. I'm all for good reasons. I'm so happy it turned out well. But I'm excited to get back to my life. I actually teared up when the actor strike ended. I don't think you teared up. I think you... Cry. Fully cried. I know. Okay. I sobbed. <laughs> Just, but it was a brief sob. It was about like 90 seconds. But it's a release. And yeah. a relief. Yeah. Like, oh my God, finally. And just like it's exciting because, yeah. you know, I always am excited about like what can come out in the future. Yeah. And I love movies. And I love well-written and well-acted movies. Well, more to come. More to come. I know. And this is the time of year. I'm curious what will happen with the Oscars and everything. I know. If they'll get pushed or what. I know. Yeah. It'll be very, Because we don't, we didn't get Dune this year. That's was gone. Dune supposed to come out this year? Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to come out like Christmas Day this year and they already pushed it to like next June. Damn it. Because like Zendaya and Tim- Timothee. Timothee. They couldn't like go promote it or anything. They're yeah. like, we're not going to put out this expensive ass movie without I them know. on some sort of press tour. Well, that was one of the things that was like a big bummer was that I think there were actually a lot of good movies that came out over these past few months that... My dad had three movies come out. Three? Oh, yeah. He had three movies come out during the strike and Couldn't promote any he of called me this morning oh no and was like freedom freedom <laughs> at 8 30 in the morning and this man wakes up at like 1 p.m so i was I like was, he didn't go to bed yet i was like he's probably been awake <laughs> waiting to call me yes i was like i know that i'm so excited he was like i had so many movies come out i haven't been able to say one thing and then i checked his instagram and he had posted but yeah he had they cloned tyrone he had um, strays. strays and the burial all yes. come out during the strike. I know, and, and he, he couldn't are, say one thing about them. Isn't that crazy? Also, him and Will Ferrell on a press tour would have been. I know, so I good. know. I like it's such a bummer that it's he like cut it. Like, and I was like, can I? They're like, you can't even post about it because like I'm also an actor. I, I know nobody, nobody could post could about fucking it. Can post about it. So he's posting about all the things now. <laughs> in retrospect, I know. Well, I think the burials still. It's not in theaters, but it's on Amazon. If I you guys know, are I wish listening. it would have been in theaters because I, I haven't seen it, to be frank. Yeah. But both of my parents saw it and separately were like, I just saw this movie on Amazon Prime. <laughs> and they were like, it was so It's really, good. really good. It's really, really good. And I was like, well, that's just a real bummer <laughs> because they can't talk about it. We can't know. Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> Except for A24. Yes. A24 movies could discuss. Oh, yeah. They were out in those streets. And I also, Corinne and I saw an A24 movie last night, and that was lovely. Saw Priscilla. We saw Priscilla. I've been thinking about it more, too. And I watched some interviews today with Sofia Coppola and Jacob E. Lordi and the actress. Oh, God. Kaylee. Kaylee. Was it Kaylee? Is that, like, her first movie? I haven't I've seen no, her I've anything, seen but she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And they were commenting on how interesting, because as I was watching it, I was like, okay, this is like a really slow movie, but I didn't mind it. And when I was hearing them talking about it, which again, I love when movies come out and then they can do press tours because then I can hear about like, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm excited for that to come back. But just how it was such a, 
an intimate look into things that nobody ever saw. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it was more paced like everyday life and not like, Elvis, like, yeah. you know. And so I thought that was very interesting. And I thought, oh, yeah, I caught on to that. Yeah. And then I also noticed that A24 is putting out that one movie that you want to see. And now I want to see it because I finally seen the fucking trailer. Oh, with Zac Efron. With Zac Efron and Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White. White. Mm-hmm. The wrestling I, one. Yes. So that comes out at Christmas. Yes. I'm really excited for that. I'm really hoping Zach Efron has a renaissance. Me too. I just feel like, and I don't think like he fell off at all. I just think like he hasn't been, I, I just want to see him in like an exciting role that like yes. revitalizes him. He was always unproblematic. I know. He was always. He just, had a little bump in the road. Did he? Oh, did he go to rehab? He did go to he, rehab. Yeah. And then I guess he broke his jaw drunk. And then, you know, had had a... Has a new look. Has a new look from that, allegedly. And, but then I think, you know, he like cleaned up and found himself and then did all those nature shows. Oh, yeah. He loves the outdoors. Yeah. And now I'm like, hey, welcome back. I know. I'm really happy for him. Yes. So I, maybe I'll, back to traditions, maybe I will start a new tradition of seeing Christmas Day movies because I would see that on Christmas Day. Oh my gosh. Also, we have Wonka to see on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. What will Natalie see? Will I see Wonka? Will I see? Oh, and also The Color Purple. Oh, yeah, the remake. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot they're doing that. All on Christmas Day. Well, I will say the wrestling one, which I, Iron Claw, Uh that comes out December 22nd. So oh. you could potentially see it right before. Two days after your 30th. I We're know. getting closer and closer. I know. Very excited. All right. Should oh. we circle back on our drink? And who's well, our hottie? Okay. So oh, damn, I wish we, it was. We could do Jeremy Allen, right? Can we do Jacob Elordi? Oh, Jacob Elordi, we for sure. We have to do Jacob Elordi. After seeing him on the screen, I was like. <laughs> you guys, there are these girls um, at the. Also at the concession where I told Natalie that the food she was eating was terrible for her. Um, But um, there were these teen girls there. And I was like, what are the youths seeing? Like, I literally was just like, I can't conceptualize what these girls are coming here to see. So I went up and asked them. And I said, hey, girls, like, what movie are you guys seeing? They were so cute and so nice. And they were like, um, uh, oh, wait, what's the name of it? Wait, Hannah, wait, what are we seeing? Yeah. Oh, oh, the Elvis it's one. It's like whatever Elvis. And I was like, and I was putting it together and I was like, they're, they're coming for, for Jacob Elordi. Yeah. They don't even know that it's about Priscilla. No. They don't know what movie it is. They don't really care. They have they're no. here for Jacob Elordi. And I have to support it. Oh, yeah. I totally have to support it. Totally supported it. Because, my God. But it was funny because also Corinne simply walked away. Oh, and then it was like, she okay. said, She said, hey, what are you guys seeing? And then they did the whole thing and she was oh, okay. And then just walked off. <laughs> well, we, you you had missed that we had me and her had had we had had some. Oh, I I saw the little interaction before. Okay, um, we were like kind of like friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I, I could let them also, cut me in line and everything. Yeah, the whole thing. I could also tell though, like when it first started and he first came on the screen, there were a couple of people like. Yeah, there was a lot of giddy like girl yeah. energy, and I was like, okay, there's definitely two camps here. One here there was for like, the movie there was and one movie here bus. just for him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There was like movie bus and like teen girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they were like at the front. Yeah. They were like posted up at the front. Okay, so one, we're playing, hold on, we're playing Fuck, Mary Kill for one. Okay. But we also have a couple advice questions. Oh, okay, let's get into those. Sorry. So 
I just wanted to preface that. Okay. But we should we should rate the Oh let's rate yes, okay, let's, let's rate, rate the drink. So the Machu 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 Picchu. Machu Picchu, you're right. Uh Yerba Mate, Zero Sugar, Alpine Mint drink. One to Mr. Chick Balordi. My lordy. <laughs> I was gonna say that too. Like, oh my god. <laughs> um here's the thing. The other brand, the Yerba Mate, like the one yeah. has a one called Enlightenment mm-hmm. that is not zero sugar. That tastes like a better version of this. Okay. I don't hate this, but I do think it is, and I don't mind artificial sugar. Yeah. And it is, a, it feels like a lot. Yeah, it feels like a lot. It feels like a lot. And I, Jacob's a fucking 45. I'm going to give it a two. I don't like it. But that's just me. <sighs> right, You can right, totally right. bring up the score. I'm going to give it... I was going to give it a four. Okay. So a three. A three. It's a three out of Jacob. Uh, oh, my lordy. Oh, my lordy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the part of the episode that we play a little wrap-up game. And this week, we're answering some advice questions and playing Fuck, Mary Fuck, Kill. Kill. We're doing it a wall. We're doing it a wall. Okay. What are these questions? I don't even know what they are. So I've picked two. I've picked two. We'll keep it brief. The first one says, these these came from our Instagram DMs. It says, I teach college and my birthday is coming up. First, should I tell my class how old I'm turning? Second, should I accept gifts or bring something to share with them? To teach college? Yes. Hmm. Happy birthday. I know. Happy birthday. I mean, yeah. Are you Sagittarius? Oh. I think she's probably a Sagittarius. Or Scorpio. No. I feel like it would have passed by. Well, whatever you are, oh, you're let right. us know. Oh, you're right. Sagittarius. Let us know. Sagittarius. My instinct is, I mean, I never brought my teacher birthday gifts or anything. Yeah. If anything, is this kind of weird that like if you wanted to celebrate with your class, like maybe you bring something for the class? Yeah. I'm trying to think like when I first read this, I was thinking like elementary school for some reason. But now that I realize it's college, I'm like... You definitely tell them how old you're turning. Yeah, tell them how old you're turning. Especially if it's a big milestone birthday, like your 40th or your 35th or whatever. I'm also like, God, if I was a professor in college, I probably just wouldn't say anything. Yeah, I (laughs) I probably would just be like. Yeah, I wouldn't say anything. But if you do, I would totally tell them how old you're turning. Like they, yeah, they're they're probably going to think you're, they're probably going to be surprised how young you are. Yeah. And you can bring something for the class. Like, hey, I brought like cookies for everyone for my birthday. Yes. But I wouldn't expect them to bring you anything. Right, right, right. And I also They're don't also like know. broke college kids. Like they probably right. don't have money. I also don't know like the con like maybe it's a really small class and they're all really close or something. Yeah. So maybe when she says, Should I accept gifts? Maybe some of them have asked, like, oh, is your you know, I don't know. But if I was you and I was a college professor, just in general, wouldn't, I think probably wouldn't tell them. I don't think I would tell them, but if I did have, like, a really close class or something, I think I'd be like, hey, everybody, so on Friday, I'm turning 40, and I'm going to bring brownies for everybody, so. Like, just, like, something, like if you want to acknowledge it, like, yeah. I think, yeah, you should bring, and be like, just make it celebratory. Yeah. Like, we'll have cookies today. Yeah, but only if it's, like, a small, like, yeah. close-knit class. If yeah, it's, like, yeah. a big lecture. Yeah, then it wouldn't make as much sense, I think. For sure. Yeah. Okay, then our second advice says, my boyfriend of one and a half years is buying a home. He wants me to, quote unquote, be involved, 
but it's not mine. What should I do? I ran into this. When I bought my place, Joe and I had been dating, but we weren't buying it together. Right. Oh, so this is, what a great person to ask. (laughs) Yeah. So when I bought my place, me and um, Joe were dating, but obviously he wasn't buying it with me. And he also wanted to like be involved. But what I had to explain to him was like, there's a boundary of like, I want your input. I want your advice. Do you like these places or do you not? But at the end of the day, we're not married. Right. You know, we're just dating. And like, I'm going to make the financial decision that makes the most sense for me. And also, I don't know about this situation, but at the time, you guys were not living together. Mm -mm. So, and that kind of changes things too. Right. I guess if they're living together and then he's moving, you're going to move into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because at the time with you and Joe, it was like, he was, it was like, no, this is my house. It's not like I'm buying it and you're moving in same day. Mm -hmm. Because I can see how that could be a little different also. Totally. But I think it's a good idea that you guys are not buying a place together when you're not married. Definitely don't do that financially. It's just, it could be disastrous if you guys, God forbid, knock on wood, break up or anything. It'd be so messy. So I think you can totally like support him and like having him send you Zillow listings and telling him if you like it or giving him advice on the neighborhood or going to look at places with him. But then also being like, but it's your decision and like whatever makes you feel good is fine. He probably also wants your involvement on like decorating. Also, like... Because he probably doesn't fucking know. Oh, please help him. Please help him. Can Before, we... <laughs> can we talk about the whale? Yeah, we can talk about the whale. Of course. Let's talk about the whale. So once Joe and I actually <laughs> did move in together, Joe had made a Pinterest board of, like, his, you know, dream bedrooms, dream whatever. And I was like, well, let's... Because you were having somebody... You you were hiring somebody to decorate. So it yeah. was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so we had hired, like, a lady to help me decorate. And so I was like, oh, like, I want your input, you're living here too. Yeah. Can you share your Pinterest board? He shared it. It was like Twilight themed. I mean, not actually Twilight, but- Close enough. Like, you know, string lights in bedrooms with uh, tree wallpaper all over it. And it was like- Like foggy. Very foggy. Like, again, of course, navy sheets. And I was like- yeah. I can't send this to a professional decorator. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, it's more like the essence of the room. Like, and then about that, infamously, one of the saved images in Joe's Pinterest board was an image of a whale flying through the forest. (laughs) Forest. (laughs) And um, through the sky, through the forest. And I was like, but what is this? Is this artwork you would like to have? Because no, it's it was just wallpaper, wasn't it? No, it was just an image. And he just said, it, again, for the vibes, just to understand. And I said, I can't show this to a professional. <laughs> when I got the I picture, thought, is this a cry for help? <laughs> I cried laughing. <laughs> cried. Because I can't over explain to you how... It was an image of this foggy And there's a man forest. walking down there's the street. There's somebody walking in the forest. And then there is a a blue whale. A blue, a blue whale. In the sky. <laughs> in the trees. And the fact that he sent me his Pinterest board and did not tell me like, oh, by the way, like there's some kind of weird stuff in there. It was just like, here you go. Well, he's dead ass serious. And I thought, am I being punked? He was dead ass serious. <laughs> 
So don't worry, you guys. Our bedroom does not have a flying whale in it. No, it came out we real really great. We really scrapped all of those ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what makes me think the boyfriend might need a little help. A little guidance, for but sure. unfortunately, because it is his home and he probably, you know, you're going to have to be nicer than being like, you can't do that, sir. You can't yeah. have a flying whale. <laughs> You might have to have, like, jerseys on the wall or, like, some of that stuff. You might just have to make peace with that. You might just have to. And then, you know what? If he puts a ring on it someday, you can say, hey, if I'm bearing the children, (laughs) the fucking jerseys are coming down. Yeah, for sure. Period. Absolutely. (laughs) Period. Absolutely. (laughs) So those were our advice questions for the day. FMK. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, hold on, hold on. I have an idea. I have one in my I have one written down. Oh, ooh, this is a good one. Okay, wait, hold on. Ooh. Oh, this is interesting. Are you asking ChatGPT? No. Okay, fuck Mary Kill. People who have played Elvis. Ooh. But this is them as Elvis. As Elvis. Okay, okay. Or else it's too easy. Well, oh, I maybe don't know. It's not. I don't know. Jacob Elordi or Hottie of the Week. Yep. Awesome Butler. Yep. Or Jonathan Rice, Reese. Can I look at him closer? Because of course, of course, I'm not sure I know exactly. You know him. Oh yes. Huh. Huh. Okay. You can scroll up. There's the two versions of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna kill Jonathan Reese. Okay. Jonathan Reese Myers. For no other reason than I don't. Oh no, there's more people. Oh, who are they? Kurt Russell. Okay, should you make it, should I make it Kurt Russell? <sighs> that makes it hard. Okay, let's do Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. So it's Kurt Russell, Austin Butler, and Jacob Elordi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're as Elvis. Yeah. Or or ooh, even worse. Here we go. This is even worse. It's uh it's themselves, but the caveat is that they have the Elvis accent. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, no. So they're themselves. They look like themselves. They're not in... Co- oh, he's really cute. I know. Kurt Russell. Back in the day, Kurt Russell was fine. And you know he's loyal. Yeah. He's been with Goldie Hawn for like fucking 40 years. Aww. And he's a good dad. So cute. Is that Wyatt or is that him? That's him. Wow. Wyatt looks just like him. This is tough. Okay. Okay. I'm killing Austin. Mm-hmm. I'm killing Austin. Because you'd have to deal with the voice. I'd have to deal with the voice, which is the biggest turnoff for him as a person. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Great job in the film, though, but I can't with the aftermath. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I'm going to... I'm going to fuck Jacob. Yeah. Great choice. And his accent was actually... I kind of liked it. And that's, it was like... Only when he said, I'm going to be a daddy. Only when he said... <laughs> I'm going to be a daddy. But I was like, this is so unserious. (laughs) Yeah. But the rest of it, I was kind of like, yeah. And Priscilla said, because again, I've been watching all these interviews, she was like, that was exactly how he sounded. Like, that was his voice. Wow. So. I'm going to be a daddy. I'm going to be a daddy. (laughs) But then he didn't. He got asked, oh, was it hard to come out of the accent? And he was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you know, Austin is punching the air. (laughs) Seriously. So, I'm only going to fuck Jacob because I don't know about his 
uh, longevity as a partner. Yeah. Whereas Kurt Russell, I know, is a fantastic partner. Yeah. So I will marry him. I love that for you. Yeah. I think that those are the right choices. Thank you so much. It actually was pretty hard. <laughs> um, okay. Fuck, Mary kill old Hollywood. Okay. And you might need to look up photos because okay. this is in their prime. Okay. Marlon Brando. Ooh. James Dean. Ooh. Gene Kelly. Okay, hold on. I need to see Gene Kelly in his prime. Gene Kelly's so fucking fine. Yeah. They're all actually really fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I think Chris Evans is slated to play Gene Kelly. <sighs> okay. Um, I know what Marlon Brando looks Marlon like. Yeah. So goddamn fine. <sighs> he was even kind of hot as an old person. A little oh, bit. Oh, gosh. I mean, this, they kind of all look alike. Well, it's old Hollywood, you know. Um, there was not it, any diversity. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Period. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to, and I don't know much about their personalities, so, but I'm going to fuck Marlon Brando. <sighs> Absolutely. He kind of got around town. Oh, he I know. really got around. Yeah. So I want to be. Every, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I would like to experience it. Yeah. So, I think I'm going to marry Gene Kelly. Yep. I don't know. He's a dancer. Oh, what a fantastic. I mean, like the dancer of the century. Oh, marrying. Yeah. And then I'm going to kill James Dean, which seems so sad since he did. Since he did die I mean, they all, an untimely death. They, yeah. They're all dead. But, they're all dead. But, but you know, he, he died when he was like 23. Yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Too young for me. Too young and also potentially reckless. Oh, God. Natalie. Well, he was. (laughs) He was reckless. That's how he died. From being reckless. (laughs) You know, you need some stability. No, I need somebody you can trust. I feel good about my answers, for sure. I do, too. I think I would choose the same. Yeah. I think I would choose the same. Oh, I like that. Those were really good. Fun. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, we'll be back next week with another episode. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.